Blog Talk Radio. to another episode of NC MMA Radio. This is your host, Tyson Roush. You can follow this show, ncmmaradio.com, on Instagram and Twitter, ncmma underscore radio, and check out our sponsor, Headrush, headrushbrand.com. Sick fight gear, great logos. Check it all out, man. Go buy some stuff. This episode, we got a great guest, and I can't wait to talk to him. It's Mickey Gall, UFC 217, Madison Square Garden. It's a hell of a fight, too. So, Mickey, this is Tyson. How you doing, man? What's going on, Tyson? How are you, my friend? Dude, you know what's so funny? I remember way back when, when you fought for the Dead Series event in Philadelphia, you packed a place with all your fans, you fought in front of Dana White, you won the fight, and you called out CM Punk, and now you're fighting in Madison Square Garden, man. How has this been for you? It's been fun, man. It's been a, it's been a, a wild year. Um, you know, it's been, a, it's been a great year. It's been amazing. Uh it's been working hard, man, you know. Uh, I guess it's been like two years now since, yep. since then, right? It's been a while. Yeah. Yes, sir. And, uh, it's been great, man. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm happy. I'm fortunate. And, I, uh, you know, I'm working for everything I get. I'm, uh, every great opportunity I've been given, I'm working double hard for it. So, you know, I'm, I'm making sure I'm earning earning everything and, you know, going lay, lay, lay a butt whooping down on the fourth. Now, did you feel any pressure in either one of your fights with CM Punk or Sage Northcutt? Because, I mean, you you talk the talk, man. You had it out there, and you called people out. Did you feel pressure when we went into the octagon? Heck, yeah. Heck, yeah. I, I mean, I, I feel, you know, I'd say I even felt more pressure for the for the CM Punk fight because uh, than the Sage one. You know, the Sage one, yeah, obviously, talk, you know, talk, talking a little crap, you got to back that up. But uh, for, the, for the CM Punk one, I, had, I knew I had to be perfect. Like I, you know, I couldn't let him do one good thing. I felt like I was, I was kind of representing real MMA fighters, like you know, representing, uh, you know, us guys who who had to come up working crappy jobs, you know, driving trucks, uh, bouncing, bartending, whatever you're doing, to make a little money uh, around your training time. Yeah, I, you know, I had to represent. And I had to give that dude a goose egg. I couldn't let him do one good thing. I had to shut him out completely. So I felt more stressed. Like that one, you know, I had to be perfect in that fight. Um. Yeah, man, I feel pressure in every fight because you know I, I want to go out there and perform. I get I get 15 minutes to show what I do for hours every day, so you know, yeah, there's there's always pressure. No, and I give you credit. But I like man, the pressure. You, you... I I gotta say I like the pressure. I always, you know, I, I step up for the pressure. I always I always step up for the moment. I perform in the moment, so you know I, I like that. And what was the thought process about calling out Sage Northcutt, man? I guess he was like the, the next supposed big thing in UFC. They were promoting him for all kinds of things. And you're like, I want him. And then you went right after him, dude. Like, what was the mindset behind that? Um, it, it was a hot fight, you know. We both came off that looking for a fight show. He was, you know, this, uh, this young guy getting a lot of shine, um, kind of the UFC darling. Um, you know, he had a lot of interest around him. 
and I, you know, I think uh, some some Dana White says like, you you eat what you kill. So, you know, you gotta you, you gotta you want to. It's a doggy dog sport, doggy dog world. You gotta you gotta eat the big dogs if you want to be a big dog. You know what I mean? And some people who are getting that's you know that's I got a target on my back now, and I, I welcome that target. You know, it's good. That's 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 beautiful. Plenty of people for me yeah, to fight. <laughs> Dude, I, I give you credit, man. It's so much fun watching you, and you're talking trash, and it's just like the fans love it. And it's like, are you surprised how much trash talking now is in mixed martial arts? For a long time, guys were getting fights just so you had to like earn your way the ladder. Now it's like the whole Conor McGregor thing. It's like everybody's talking trash. Everybody's trying to pick fights. Are you surprised how crazy it is right now? <clears throat> no, nah, I'm not surprised. Um, it's, a, it's kind of a natural ev- evolution. You know, it's, it's, it's the entertainment factor. Uh, you know, I've always said like, in, you take football players; they got shoulder pads and helmet on. We're out there in our underwear. It's you know, we, 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 our faces out there. Our, our, you know, everything. We, so you got to be not just an athlete, but be an entertainer. Um, and and the people who, who garner that interest go far in the sport. They, the opportunities are 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 given to them. So, and, but but the thing is, there's also a lot of like kind of fakes doing it too, like people are stepping outside their character, outside their, their own self, trying and trying to be something and kind of putting on. And that, that shows that, that, that shows through people can, can smell the artificial of it. And those, you know, those people end up just looking silly. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. And you can see it too. It doesn't look natural at all. You're like, dude, what are you saying? Like, this is just, yeah, it's a little weird. You got it. You got it. It's got to be, you know, it, it's it's got to be you. It's got it's got to be you. Got to believe what you're saying. It's got to be. It's got to be. Yeah, no doubt, man. And now, real. now, what is it like, man? I mean, you're climbing a ladder, and now you get a chance, UFC 217, to fight in Madison Square Garden, man. That's got to be a pretty kick-ass feeling. Yeah, man, it's cool. You know, being a, an East Coast kid, you know, I I live I, I live 40 minutes from Madison Square Garden. You know. I, I grew up going to the circus there, and I've seen a couple of Ranger games, you know. Like, so it's cool, and it's you know, it's it's really cool for me because I've, like you said, I, at, at my uh, my first fight in Philly, and then my first UFC fight um, in Vegas, and then I fought in Cleveland, and I fought in Sacramento. I have a whole, I have a great support system. I got a lot of great family and friends that you know had to had to spend money and stuff to come and see me. And, and they, you know, they follow me around. So it's cool. It's very, it's cool for me to be able to give back and put one right in our backyard, you know, right down there. They could just, they could drive right into the city, take the train, whatever. And, you know, they get to see me fight at home. Yeah, man, it's, it's going to be, and it's a great card. The whole card is loaded. Now, are there fighters that you like to watch and try to learn things from? Always. I, I learned, um, yeah, a, a quote I really like that uh, my coach who's like, been my coach since I was 16, uh, David Adib. He's like a second dad to me. One thing he said, um, he says, a smart man learns from his mistakes. The smarter man learns from other people's mistakes. So, I, I, you know, I learn from everybody. I learn from the good things people do. I learn from mistakes people make. So without me actually having to make these own, my, my own mistakes, you know, I'm learning from everyone else. And, uh, yeah, there's a lot of uh, – absolutely. Obviously, there's so much good, but there's also – I, there's a lot of um, bad I see that I that I learned from too. Yeah, man. So now with with you know you have you have fights in UFC now you got a lot of experience now there's a lot of tape on you a lot of guys are gonna be studying you things like that. Do you study film on other fighters and, and your opponent? Yeah, yeah. It's, 
um, I th- it, I think it'd be ignorant to not you know take a look. But at the end of the day, it's, it's they, my opponent's got to be worried about what I'm going to do. I'm going to go out there and it's, I'm going to be working my game, forcing my offense. It's good to know tendencies. It's good to know, you know, southpaw or orthodox, and if they they do this, they do that. Um, but you know, uh, yeah. So I definitely do look at tape, but I don't, I don't, uh, I don't obsess over tape. I don't, I don't get fixated on tape. At the end of the day, it's yeah. be, you know me delivering an ass whooping. Yeah, man, that and that, that that's never a bad thing. And what is your take on on sparring? Like over the last like year or two, everybody seems to be like some guys are kind of tailoring off doing more technical sparring. They're trying to avoid injuries and or maybe only hard sparring once a week. What's your take on all of that? <clears throat> um, I agree with that. You got your body. You got to invest in yourself. That's if you keep you know ramming yourself into a wall and running punches and going super crazy hard all the time. It's not sustainable. Um, coming up, I, I, I was training at a, I would train at AMA Fight Club, and I, I, I would spar there five days a week, uh, as like a, from the age of like 19 to 21, just, just, I, you know, I, I was just obsessed, I loved it, I, you know, I, I, I like to talk, I talk a lot about my work ethic, because, you know, people don't see what goes on behind the, behind the scenes, but I was just obsessed, I'd be in the gym doing um, technique classes, and then, and I I I go and I do the sparring classes too, and I just loved it. But now you know I'm much smarter about it. Um, you know I I uh, obviously you know taper that back a lot. So I, yeah, I, I like to spar you know once or twice a week. I like to get in there. I like to get in there and you know do some rough stuff too. That's you know. But uh, I also I'm aware I gotta I gotta protect myself and protect my head, my brain, all that stuff. Yeah, man, especially in this day and age, man, it's crazy out there. And, you know, the one thing is you see now is you see so many kids that want to join, you know, join these schools, you know, get involved in mixed martial arts. They want to become a fighter. They want to do these things. Would you have a message for them as they get involved in this sport? Um, yeah, it, you're saying, like, uh, people who want to be fighters or people who just want to train. I think everybody, just both. Yeah. Everybody, everybody in the world should train. I mean, from, from like – women, uh, men, you know, I, everybody. It, it's once empowering. It'll make you more confident. It'll make you much less likely to be a jerk, much less likely to feel you have something to prove because you, you can you can actually, you know, it'll, it'll, it'll tire you out, you you know, it'll, it'll help you, it'll give you those endorphins. It's, there's not a more fun way to exercise than to, like, kick and punch and stuff, and especially jiu-jitsu, you, you get to wrestle with someone, learn different, uh, like, choke holds, submission holds that, you know, it, you get caught in a submission, tap out real quick. It's like hit and reset on a video game. It's almost like a, it's like a virtual reality game. You know what I mean? It's it, there's not. A, I don't think there's a more fun way to work out. But uh, and then fighters, yeah, protect yourself. Be smart. Listen to your body when you need rest. Need rest. Um, but all but you but you if you really want to be good, you got to do go. You got to go hard as heck. You 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 got to be obsessed with it. You got to you know ten ten thousand hours. And you got to you got to surpass that. And you know you got to be you got to be a little bit. A little bit of a savage too, you know. What I mean, you got it. You got to love, love it. You got to put in that work for sure. Yeah, man. I think I think the the thing we hear all the time is like you just got to love the sport, man. You got to really enjoy it. Cause if you don't enjoy the grind, it's just not going to work for you, man. Because if it becomes a job or it's like a burden, it's never going to work out. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I I totally agree with that. So I mean, as we look at this, you know, UFC two seventeen. Randy Brown, what are your thoughts on this matchup, man? It's a great fight. I'm looking forward to this one. Uh, it's a fun fight. 
uh, I think I'll, uh, you know, I'll, I'll dominantly and decisively uh, get get the victory. I I know I will. I I don't, you know, Randy Brown. Randy Brown doesn't beat a Mickey Gall. It's it's not gonna happen. I, I'm, you know, I'm gonna come in there. I'm gonna be ready to go, ready to kill and die, and you know, I'm gonna get the W. I'm gonna get the W violently too. I'm excited. Yeah, man. And I, like I said, the minute, the minute the fight was announced, all the fans were like, oh, this is what we gotta watch. We can't wait for this one. Do you have a message sure. for like your family, your family, your friends, and your your fans? Um, my family, my friends, my fans. I I I, I love them. I love. I, yeah, I I, I love you. <laughs> yeah, that's my <laughs> message. Yeah, cool. And and any message for your sponsors, man? Um. Yeah, I got some really cool sponsors. Like uh. A uh, big one is uh, Frederick Chevrolet. They always uh, they they've been supporting me for a long time, and uh, that's my my longest, most loyal sponsor. So Frederick Chevrolet in Lebanon, Pennsylvania. Yeah, appreciate you guys. Awesome. Well, Mickey, first of all, thank you, man. Oh, it's been a wild man. ride. I, I remember watching men in Philly. <laughs> I remember yeah. watching you, Philly. I remember watching you, Philly, man, and the watching you rise, just how fast you rise, and just how good you become, and just take on the world. It's awesome to watch, man. So. Nothing but respect, and uh, you know, on behalf of Nick and myself, best of luck UFC 217. This can be a great fight, man. So we really appreciate your time. Thank you, Tyson. I, I love you, and I love Nick, and I, I appreciate you guys a lot. Best of luck, man. We'll talk to you after the fight. Thank you, my friend. All right, Nicky Gall, UFC 217, Madison Square Garden, and you got to give the credit, man. He talks to talk, but he also walks to walk, and that's that's all you could ask for in a fighter these days. So. Check him out. We appreciate his time. Check out our website, ncmmaradio.com. Also, Instagram and Twitter, ncmma underscore radio. And Headrush, headrushbrand.com is our sponsor. And we'll talk to you next time.